0: Welcome along to the Property Academy podcast by Opus Partners. I'm your host, Stephen Knight. And I'm Andrew Nicholl. And on the show, we're talking about company versus look-through company. How should I own my investment properties? Now, this comes from a listener of the show who says, I'm working with an accountant and he suggested that I form an ordinary company as opposed to a look-through company. And he said this was beneficial because the tax rate's 28%. There's some sort of new law changes which allow shareholders to do some stuff. You know, what's the difference between using an ordinary company and a look-through company? And there's different views on how he's reading the tax laws, but we'll come back to that. Now, Andrew, everyone knows what a company is, but for any new listeners of the show, what
1: is a look-through company? So it's a company, except rather than the profits staying in the company, the profits flow through to the shareholders. So when paying tax, you pay it at your personal tax rate rather than the company tax rate. And back when you could claim the losses against your income, that had huge benefits because you'd have the losses flow through and then reduce your tax rate. Yeah, you
0: used to be able to claim a tax refund, but there are some other benefits and reasons why accountants really like look through companies for properties over regular companies. You see, typically the main profit from property comes when you sell a property and take out the capital gains. Now, with a look through company, it's very, very simple. If you want to sell a property and take The capital gains out, it's really easy. You sell the property, you take the 100 grand that comes out of the 200 grand and you just take it out, use it as normal because that money flows through to you as the shareholder. You can't do that with an ordinary closed company, right? So if you sell a property that's owned by a normal company and you get the profits in, the way you get those capital gains out is you have to wind up the company. You've got to liquidate it. If you want to take the bulk of them out, then Sometimes you have to pay some tax on it because you're claiming them as dividends. Now that's really easy. If you've if you've only got one property owned in a normal company, well, it's all good. You just shut the company down, liquidate it, wind it up. But here's the issue. If you own multiple properties in the company, then you need to sell them all to take the gains out, right? You've got to liquidate the company, sell all of those properties in order to take the gains out if it's an ordinary closed company. Now, sometimes you might sell those properties properties to other entities you own or control, maybe something like a trust or another company or a look-through company, but that can also trigger the bright line test and have tax implications. It's starting to get really complicated, right? So that's why a lot of property accountants will say, use a look-through company. You can have two or three properties that are owned by that look-through company, and then at any time, you can sell one or you can sell two of them and just take the gains out. So much harder to do if it's a closed company, a lot more admin as well. So it's a bit easier to do if it's a look-through company because you don't have to think about paying tax on dividends or an overdrawn shareholder's current account and all of that kind of stuff. But Andrew, one of the other big differences, and a lot of first-time property investors bring this up, is that there are differences in the tax rates between normal companies and look-through companies. So
1: talk to us about this. So a company tax rate is very simple. It's 28%, just a flat 28%. A look-through company, that's based on your marginal tax rate. So if you earn $70,000 a year, that means you, you fall into the 33% tax bracket up to $180,000, then it becomes thirty nine. Now, you might be thinking, well, will I pay less then if I own through a company rather than a look-through company? And the answer is not really. So let's say you've got a property which is cash flow positive and it earns you $20,000 a year. Now, if that is a look-through company and it's offset at your personal tax rate of 33%, then you're going to pay $6,600 in tax. If it's a regular company, you pay the company tax rate, which would be $5,649, being 28%. But then when you distribute any surplus funds, then it falls into your tax rate anyway. So you've got to pay that extra 5% through the distribution.
0: That's what everybody forgets when they think about companies. Oh my gosh, I'm going to use a company, a regular company, because I'm only going to pay a 28% tax rate. That's so wonderful. But once you distribute those funds out to yourself, if there's money in there, it's like cash flow for the rental properties, or you make a gain, once you distribute it out, you're going to pay that extra 5% anyway. So it's the same tax rate in most circumstances. Now, that does not mean that owning properties in a company is always bad. There are some circumstances where owning properties in a company can actually be beneficial. So Andrew, walk us through a scenario or two where that difference in tax rate actually could be a
1: benefit. So if you're reinvesting in that same company, then there's a benefit of having the lower tax rate in the company rather than paying your personal tax rate because you're not distributing those profits back out to you, you've got an incentive to reinvest in the company. So If you're making a profit and you want to pay down debt or you want to use your positive cash flow from one property to purchase another property, then it could make sense.
0: And just to put some numbers around that, let's say you're making $100,000 and we're just going to make it really simple, big number to make it really simple. Well, if you make $100,000, pay it out to yourself in a look through company and your tax rate's 33%, you're going to pay $33,000 worth of tax. That's going to leave you with sixty-seven k that you can then use as a deposit for something, or you could do whatever you want with it. You might be able to use it to top up rental property, something along those lines. But you've got $67,000 to do something with. Now, if you were to own those properties in a regular company and you make the same $100,000, instead of paying thirty-three dollars in tax, you're now going to pay twenty-eight dollars in tax. So you're going to pay $5,000 less in tax in this quite extreme example, really. But that leaves you with $72,000, so an extra five grand to do something with. So if your properties are earning you a lot of cash flow and your plan is to use that money to reinvest into those properties, whether paying down debt or saving up a deposit for another property, something along those lines, then it could make sense to own those properties in the company because you're reinvesting in it. But if your plan is just to take the dividends out, well, you're going to pay the same tax rate, whether it's a look-through company or whether it's a regular company. And actually, when I called up the accountant, uh, and it, uh, just just so everybody knows, it was AAT Accountants, which is a guy called Anthony Appleton-Tattersall. He was talking about another kind of, this is a real off-the-beaten-track situation, but let's say that you were accumulating a lot of profits in your company. So, you know, you were earning a lot of cash flow, 20 grand a year, and you're just accumulating it, well, you're going to pay 28% tax, right, on all of those profits. But let's say you earn a really big income, let's say 200k a year, and your marginal tax rate is 39%. If you all of a sudden decide, you know what, I'm going to take a year off work, and I'm going to have no income, you could then take all of those profits you've been accumulating in your company, pay it out to yourself, and you'll pay a lower tax rate. Because if you pay it out to yourself when you're still working, you'll pay a 39% tax rate. If you now have no income, you can pay it out to yourself Ah, at that point and pay lower tax. Now, that's quite an extreme example. Not many people are going to, A, have that flexibility or have that foresight, but I think uh, he was saying one of his investors ended up going overseas doing that, paying a little bit less tax compared to what would have been the case. This
1: is where you've got to be so careful when you read on Facebook chat groups about what someone does in their situation, and then they think that that's the right thing for someone else to do, because that is a very, very specific scenario where there might be a benefit, right?
0: Yeah, there may also be a benefit if your property's cash flow negative, but is still paying tax, So for instance, if you're paying down principal and interest really aggressively, your property might be cash flow negative, but you still might have a tax. And the reason for that is, of course, principal repayments against your mortgage are not tax deductible. Because that is seen as savings as opposed to a legitimate tax expense. Well, if you're paying a tax liability, but your property is a cash flow negative, perhaps it would be good to have it in a company and paying that lower tax rate. But this is where it starts to get complicated, right? And the advice is different. So when I called up Anthony as well, he actually said to me, well, you know, for most investors, I recommend look through companies, right? I still think that is the best thing. But he did reference a recent law change and said that in some cases, a company can now be a viable option. And of course, being uh, the data nerd, we wanted to know, well, what tax bill was it? And he said he'd have to check his notes. So I went through the IRD website <laughs> and you know found the tax bulletin that he was referring to. I think it was the July one that came out. And I also flicked it off to Matt Harris, uh, another property accountant we often talk about on the show, just to get another opinion as well. And they kind of had different views about this. So Anthony was saying that his view is that currently closed companies can now distribute out profits just like look-through companies or can take on some of the benefits of look-through companies. When I flicked it off to Matt Harris, he had a different view on this. He said, that's not my read of what's going on here, but that probably shows you that the IRD can put something out and accountants can have different views mm. on what that means. I mean, are there some
1: times where you've seen that in the past? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely know of accountants, specifically ones that don't specialize in investing in property and actually even, even ones that do. So, you know, I know that I've seen some pretty aggressive structures from some accounting firms where they try and limit someone being tainted from doing their trading with a standard buy and hold portfolio which other accountants say that's not going
0: to hold up. And just to be clear, AAT accountants, you know, Anthony is a specialist property accountant, but even there, you still can have differing opinions, especially if it's a, a relatively recent law change. So I'd want to be doing some more reading up about this. But what's your kind of view, Andrew? Should I use a look-through company or should I use a regular company?
1: You should go see an accountant. It's probably my my actual view. But most of the time, I think, look-through companies are still the way to go for most people.
0: I think that seems to be the view for a lot of people. And, you know, I think both Anthony and Matt in this case would agree that's probably the case. In some instances, and we've kind of talked about it today, a closed company, a regular company can make sense. Most of the time, it probably doesn't. But you guys will talk to your property accountants, and again, property accountants, in order to make that decision. Right, let's wrap it up there. But please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It really does help us get the message out to more people. And hey, if you've got a podcast topic you want us to talk about, just send us a message on Instagram. We're at opus underscore partners. Or flick me an email, edit opuspartners.co.nz. For listening to the Property Academy podcast, I'm your host, Tip Ignite. We're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics, and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time.